everyone. My name is Megan, and I'm the co-founder of Leone. Welcome to our podcast, The Skin Interview. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Leone, we are a holistic skincare service that is changing the way you shop for skincare for good. Cutting through the beauty BS, we help to decode each of your unique skin needs and help you build a bespoke routine that actually works. It's skincare led by understanding, not hype. Each week on The Skin Interview, we host skin experts, brand founders, and the beauty industry's best in order to give you a deep dive into brands that we love and trending topics to bring some education and enlightenment to your day. I know that you probably know by now, but we are not tied to any brands or retailers, so everything we decide to talk about is curated by us. We're not paid to promote. This week's podcast is in conversation with Heather Wish, who is the skincare education specialist at Paula's Choice Skincare. We delve into the topic of skincare myths and the importance of honest conversation in the beauty industry, from whether or not you can really use an eye cream to if that Instagram trend of getting rid of blackheads really works. We also cover a few of the hero products that the brand has to offer. I hope that you enjoy. Heather, I want you to introduce yourself as well. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, hello. Yeah, it's lovely to be here. And we're a brand that was was founded on cutting through the noise in the industry and making sure that everybody was putting on the best products for their skin. Everyone's using the best ingredients. Yeah, I've been in the the, well, the beauty industry for about nine years now. Um, and you know, I, I came across so many people. I used to work in like one of the biggest London department stores in London, and I just you, you'd just come across some people that were doing the worst things for their skin and weren't couldn't understand why their skin was getting worse or they were using some expensive, most expensive products in, in the store I worked in and they didn't do anything for skin. And it was just like, oh God, I just felt so bad. All these people that are spending a fortune and not seeing a difference on their skin. So it's just so great to, I mean, Paula's Choice is just a brand that just delivers pretty much on everything that we create. Yeah. And I think that the story of Paula, so the, the founder of Paula's Choice is really incredible. I want to go into that in a second. But I think also I want to talk about how you guys have kind of in the past, I guess, two or three years really become more of a mainstream household name. Whereas before it was almost, I guess, skincare gurus and intellectuals that only knew about your brand. And it was almost like the best kept secret in the industry. So can you talk a little bit about Paula? And then I want you to also talk about what's happened in the past couple of years. Why has Paula's choice just blown up? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, So talk about Paula first. So Paula, um, Paula Bagon is the founder of the brand. And back in the 80s, she's in a, I'll say late 60s. I won't be too specific, but um, (laughs) she, um, she struggles herself with acne prone skin. She's got eczema prone skin. And I'm sure anybody that has acne prone skin, myself included, we have all spent a fortune on products that are made for acne and they've stripped your skin of every single bit of moisture. Your skin has either got worse or it's stayed exactly the same. And you're like, oh, and then you buy another product because that hasn't worked. So you buy another one and you're constantly trying to find the fix. And she was exactly the same. That's what happened to her. And she started to really look at the ingredients of the products that she was putting on her skin and really studying, you know, looking at every ingredient. And in one of the products, she found there was acetone in the product. And we're talking about the 80s. I really hope that that wouldn't happen now. But yeah, acetone as in what you remove your gel nail. Yeah, 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 that really nice ingredient. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so she was like, what the hell have I been putting on my skin? Like really looking into it. So then she started doing her own research. She started reading research, working with, um, you know, cosmetic regulators, formulators, cosmetic scientists. Um, and she wrote her first book, um, which is called Blue Eyeshadow Should Be Illegal. You may or may not agree. <laughs> I mean, Blue Eyeshadow is having another moment too. It so it's funny. Controversial I'm, name at, yeah, at this time. But I'm yeah. also a makeup artist and I did a shoot last year with Blue Eyeshadow being one of the new launches for a brand. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. Here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the book was basically um, looking at ingredients and telling people, you know, put this on your skin. Don't put this on your skin. So people could almost take this book with them to the stores and could do like a cross-reference to make sure that the products they were buying had the best ingredients in. She very, very quickly became a consumer advocate. So she was in the industry for about 10 years before she launched a skincare line, being that the person that people recognized to have the best information that cut through the rubbish, you know, just telling them what they needed and what they didn't need. You know, she's been on Oprah, CNN, like 
all the big American programs. Yeah, um, she's a big deal. And she wrote another book, Don't Don't Go to the Beauty Counter Without Me, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that was, again, that I think that was her second or third book. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm leaving that vague, so I don't get it wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then that was looking at specific products and looking at brands and breaking down the products that brands had and saying, these are good, don't bother with these. Because she just wanted everybody to have, to be able to make the smartest choices they could for their skin. And it basically came around full circle where everyone was like, look, you're telling me what I should and shouldn't use. You're telling me I should use that product, not that product. Can you just make a skincare line that has everything I need to use so I don't need to have to take these books to the store with me? I don't need to, you know, you're making it as easy as as possible for me to make sure I'm making those smart choices. Um, So that's when she created her skincare line. So it was, we were 25 years last year. So we're in our 26th year uh, this year. And we kind of, as a brand, we've stayed with her original premise of only putting things in our products that your skin needs. So we're a fragrance-free brand. And obviously, some people love fragrance. I get the self-care f- f- vibe with yeah. fragrance. Yeah, and I think we, us too, like we, and I've even said in a previous podcast um, that we did with Fresh, you know, they do use fragrance in their products. And as a beauty ritual, I get it. And they do actually, that brand has some products that I can use on my sensitive skin and it's okay. But if you're, if you're looking at, you know, really results driven products, which I think this brand really stands for, it is better just not to have fragrance because- There's no benefit to fragrance. Like there is no benefit to your skin having fragrance in. So we don't put it in because in our products, we only put things in that will benefit your skin. So while some people are fine with fragrance, many people are not okay with fragrance and their skin reacts to it. So we just, we don't do it because there's no benefit. Um, And that's the same with every product and any ingredient in our products, you can come to us and say, why is that in there? And we can tell you exactly why. And we can be like, oh, here's some research on it, on that ingredient and why it's good for your skin. You know, we, we try and educate, I mean, make it as simple as we can, you know, bring in the education down to every, like every person's level that they can understand, but like just making sure that everybody understands because on social media at the minute, I mean, there's new fads, there's new trends every single week. And I just, I just, it, it drives me crazy. And we also, I think the problem with the social media kind of movement as well is that you don't necessarily know who who the per, like what that that person's authority is giving you that advice and so i think it can be extremely confusing and then also the more you see something even if it is a myth the more you believe it's true yeah exactly and it could be say a friend of a friend's read something they'll tell their friend they'll tell you be like oh yeah they read it from this thing and you'd be like oh okay yeah and it would just be like be regurgitated on and on and on until it becomes Tiny this whispers. yeah until it's this massive thing where people are, you know, massaging, cleansing their face for 10 minutes nonstop because it gets rid of blackheads or whatever. And oh, I don't know. Oh, don't with that trend. I mean, fascinating to watch the videos. Like they were fun to watch, but also no. No. Yeah, exactly. Like just no. And then, you know, people are like, oh, I tried it, but my skin, it's gone really sore. It's gone really dry and quite flaky. Yeah. You've been rubbing your skin for 10 minutes, of course. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, as a brand, we try and just try and cut through the noise and just deliver the hard facts, the research driven ingredients and get products that work for skin. Yeah. And I think that it's important to note that your kind of website also is an incredible, I mean, you reference everything that you write. And so a lot of um, blogs and things like that, they don't actually put references of where the information has come from. And if you look at Paula's Choice website in terms of like all of the education and the articles that you write, there is you know, there are the clinical studies that are there that support the information there. You know, we're, we're talking NCBI, we're talking, you know, all of these FDA, like all of these really authoritative, I can't oh. say that word. Yeah, no. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm not going to try cause I'll say I'm it. not. Yeah. Now that I've said it, I mean, it's out there, but, um, so I think that it is really research backed and, uh, almost to the point where it's, it's hard for you guys because you want to still offer fun. You want to still have fun products that are, you know, because skincare should be fun. And so I think there was one product, the unscrub that, um, you know, there was some controversy around that because, you know, a lot of what you guys talk about is not needing that like scrubby scrub, but then some people like that, that type of product. And so, yeah. So what do you have to say about just quickly with that, with that type of product about things like that that you run into because you are so, you know, research backed and, and I guess ingredient driven, et cetera. Yeah. So I think what we as a brand know that is if, if 
there are people out there that want that feeling on their skin no matter what education we put behind them, they are going to go and find, say, a physical scrub. Mm-hmm. So if you want it and the demand is there, we're going to create one for you that is going to be good for your skin. So if you're going to be so insistent on wanting to use that physical scrub, and again, I understand once you, many people were like, I won't say the brand, but the apricot scrub that everybody used, you know, back in the 90s yeah. um, that's still on sale now. You use it and your skin feels so smooth. And I and I understand the, that your your obviously your mind is like, oh, it's actually really helped. Your skin's really smooth. What you don't see is the micro tears that it's caused exactly. on your skin. So okay, if you want that scrub and you want that feeling, we're gonna create one for you that's gonna be good for your skin with good ingredients that's safe. So oh, the unscrub, for example, it's jojoba beads. They dissolve very quickly, they're not gonna damage your skin. Yeah that absolutely we try and make it as as transparent as we can with it yeah yeah yeah. Yep. and say this scrub the physical scrub the unscrub does not take away from a leave-on chemical exfoliant at all like you can use them both together it's essentially a cleanser but it's just there for those people it's the same as eye cream paula oh my gosh the eye cream thing fact, yeah i was just talking to my co-founder xenia about this the eye cream thing, some people just want an eye cream step and that is yeah. fine, right? Yeah, That's totally exactly. fine for us. Yeah. We don't think that an eye cream is necessary. Is it one of the foundation products in your regime? No. No. No one needs an eye cream. No eye one needs an eye cream. Fact. But it's not necessarily. But Paula was in the like, you know, if you're gonna go to if you're so insistent on having an eye cream that you're gonna go to another brand and you're gonna buy an eye cream with terrible ingredients for your skin, I'll make you an eye cream with good ingredients in, if mm-hmm. that if that's what you want, which is what, then why we launched eye creams. Our, our messaging is still exactly the same. You don't need an eye cream. But if you want one, we've got some good ones for you. That's great. And I love that. And I think that um, it's important. And I do, just on the eye cream thing, I do think that there are brands that are putting out eye creams that are good and that are, you know, more results driven and all that because people want an eye cream. There's a demand for it. And I get that. But when it, when it comes to streamlining your skincare routine and everything, do we think that that's a 100% necessary step? No. So I just want to like caveat with that. Yeah. yeah, Um, I'm I'm totally on. We're all as a brand on board with that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so I think that why in recent years has it become such Paula's choice become such a household name because it's been around for a long time. Yeah. And I, even when I was just kind of getting into the beauty industry, I had heard about the BHA liquid exfoliant, which we're going to talk about later, but I didn't know that much about the brand as a whole. So what's happened? Like, is it Instagram? What is it for you guys? Yeah, I mean, for sure, social media has a part to play. Everybody is sharing what they're putting on their face. Everybody's, you know, is is being more transparent. And obviously, you know, previously you would never really know. Like back in the day, you would never know what your friend's putting on their skin. Like it wouldn't be like a conversation. I think skincare and beauty as a whole is having a big moment. And I think people are you know, people know about retinol. They now know about vitamin C and these ingredients are becoming a lot more important than they used to be. Like before, maybe you would cleanse, tone and moisturize. And that would be the three, I don't want to, I don't want to say step, but <laughs> step routine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because then it's obviously what I'm talking about. But, you know, it was a very basic routine with without really looking fully into ingredients. We've always been a brand that's been about ingredients. You know, every one of our products is a cocktail formula. So every product has antioxidants, skin replenishing ingredients, skin restoring ingredients, whatever you're buying. And yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think most of the time people have heard about the 2% BHA and then they look more into Paula's Choice. Like it's, that's the first thing people look at. But I think when you you see that we we have those ingredients and that we, I think hopefully people understand that we're a brand that, delivers on what we say our products do and they can kind of you know that we are transparent in what's in there and everything like that then maybe we're a brand that the people hopefully can trust yeah. and then more people are using in social media and then it's just kind of snowballed. snowballed yeah exactly yeah so I think yeah I think it's really interesting just like your journey obviously I knew about Paula because I knew about her book so I like read her book as part of actually my dissertation when I was just looking at the oh, industry no and yeah she was like a reference in my dissertation <laughs> which is really funny um but yeah I think that in terms of Paula's choice the more and more I looked into it the more I really loved what the brand stood for and I think that's why I mean obviously we're here today talking about the brand and we you know in our shopping list I think at least we'll have one Paula's Choice product 
in in nearly every every shopping list because they're results driven, you know, and they also look fun. They're not like ugly to have in your bathroom, which some cosmeceuticals, I won't name names, <laughs> don't look as nice on your on your shelf. But I know that you guys don't consider yourself a cosmeceutical, but in terms of results, I do kind of put it up there with yeah. those those type products. Cosmeceuticals is a made up marketing term that basically means pharmaceutical and cosmetic put together. And a lot of them are sold in clinics and stuff. So you guys don't don't do that. But yeah, I think in terms of the results, they're definitely there. I want to go into a little bit more about peer-to-peer. I think our whole business is built on peer-to-peer. We wanted a an outlet for people to go to to be able to talk to someone that wasn't like clinical and and stuffy, but someone that was like your friend. Yeah. And so Paula has kind of created that. And so I just want to talk about how you guys, I guess, like, can we talk a little bit about the education and how you put it out there and your brand's tone of voice uh, and what you think about peer-to-peer uh, recommendation and things like that? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I think it, as a brand, so we launched in 1995 and at that time we were online only. We launched, Paula launched her website and only sold on her website. Mm-hmm. And we, so from the very, very beginning, we have just relied on people coming to us and us showing them the research and just trying to make it, as easy for everybody to kind of get and for me education is one of I mean obviously the product is the most important thing but behind that the education is by far the most important thing I think at at the minute there's there's so many products out there every shop with a beauty floor that you go on there are hundreds and hundreds of products all claiming to do the same thing all saying you know this is going to change your life and how on earth are you meant to know what's good and what's not? Like if my mum, for example, she has rosacea prone skin. She's not into skincare. She's not into, she's not into makeup. Like she's, she just wants something to work. And she's spent, she's gone to skin clinics and had, you know, spent a fortune on products. It obviously now I'm there like, okay, these are the ingredients you need to look for. I've given her, we do a calm range, which is amazing for rosacea prone skin. And in terms of money wise, I mean, it's so much more affordable than what you pay in skin clinics. Um, and it just works. And I think it's so important for, I don't know if we're a brand that does products based on skin type and then your skin concerns. So it's not a one product suits all. It's, you know, I see so, so many people come to us and they're like, oh, you know, I'm like, what your, what's your skin type? And they say, oh, I'm 50. And they expect that to tell you that they've got probably dry skin because people assume yeah. that when you're older you've got dry skin I mean Paula's late 60s she still has oily skin like acne. probably because she's taking care of her skin barrier though too yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think part of it as well like the reason that our skin gets so dry when we get older is it's just been like permanently dehydrated we've lost moisture for years and then we you know eventually we also start to lose kind of hyaluronic acid and all that but yeah, yeah she she's probably like the, yeah, she's looked the exception to the rule with her yeah. Yeah. but like fine lines acne mm-hmm. things like that can happen it's like sun damage that will come at any age so it's yeah. it's which which we try and make our products easy so when you know okay I'm this skin type these are my concerns they can click that click that and then they're the product straight away for them that they understand what they need you know at the minute especially on social media like uh, we're constantly there we get in a week, hundreds of messages from people asking what they need to use, asking us to give them their routine. You know, we try and do as many events. We try and do as many um, consultations. We do, I, at the minute, I'm doing quite a few consultations with influencers because I'm like, if I can get them to get the best routine for them and they understand ingredients and things like that, then hopefully that snowballs outwards. And we can cut smart, yeah. And then we can get rid of some of that noise because- yeah, I think because for me, it's a pet hate seeing the things I see on Instagram that I'm like, I need to stop it, you know, and, and if we can educate people from the ground upwards, then only good, only the best smart choices are going to happen for skincare. There's quite I feel a like few I went off on that... a tangent and I'm not sure if I answered your question. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. I wanted to just talk about this like idea peer to peer and like the the kind of rise of these, yeah, social media influencers that are using products and that are gifted products. And then they may or may not trial the products. They may be being paid to promote these products. And so it's just yeah. important to kind of speak about that misinformation and yeah. also the information overload that I'm sure people who are listening are going to be receiving. Yeah, for sure. And I actually, I had a consultation yesterday with someone who they had gone to an esthetician that was only working with one brand 
and they were asking me about this like fruit enzyme peel that they that they wanted to get and she had she was suffering from a very compromised skin barrier and in the past had suffered from acne the acne wasn't present anymore and i just said okay was there consultation before did she get to know your skin your lifestyle stress levels what you're using and she said oh no 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 i just kind of walked in and i told them you know i wanted to get rid of these these acne scars and and this is what they recommended and so i think that that can be very dangerous but then when the consumer goes to to go educate themselves about this kind of stuff, there's just too much information. So it's this vicious cycle of wanting to get more information, but then being too overwhelmed. And then, yeah, it's yeah, a circle. You, you want to learn more. So then you, but then it's like, well, where do I go? Where's, where is the right information? Because there's information there, there's information there, but which one is the best one? And you would think and hope that going to an esthetician, you were going to get the best advice. And actually- I saw somebody had recommended uh, one of our products as a starting retinal strength. Um, and it was a skin clinic and they recommended our 1% retinal as a good start, starting strength. And I was like, oh, like I need to eat. We need to message them and just tell them like, no. And yeah. that's a skin clinic and people go there thinking they're going to get the best advice. So it's it's an absolute minefield completely. It is um, a minefield. It is. A- and I... Yeah, I think just um, with with that, there's so many incredible estheticians that give incredible advice, oh. do amazing consultations yes. too. But then, you know, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, then you have the only the very specific brand training, brand focused type things as well that go on. So I think yeah. th- you do need, you need an outlet to go to. We're obviously here for you if you have questions and in Paula's Choice, I can say that they're information section on their website is a very reputable place to go for skin information. I can say that I'm not being biased towards Paula's Choice. I say that with totally transparent. It's it's a great place. We go there um, because you guys have a great ingredients dictionary that I love. It's so um, good. Isn't it? <laughs> it's so good. And so I go there to kind of look, look, it's, it's a tab that's saved on my... <laughs> on my computer. So yeah, we use it as a reference. I think a lot of people in the industry do. So yeah, it's a great place to go. And I think I think that the education piece too, just just speaking more to that, uh, when a consumer, and, and this is what sometimes I get frustrated with, when a consumer is educated more on their skin, then they are more likely to choose a product that's going to work for them and then go back to that brand too. So they're really it's a win-win for brands to educate, which I do think that a lot of brands are starting to catch on to that and and start to not say like, oh, this is just like any skin type use this and it's going to be fine. Yeah. Because if you if you say that and then someone with sensitive skin uses it, they they lose the trust in, in the brand and what they're saying. So I do think that it's it's important to say, you know, this is the best for sensitive skin. This retinol is not good for beginners, you know, yeah. those kind of things. So people are more likely to come back, right? Oh, it's, yeah, it's just, it's so it's so such a key thing. And actually, weirdly, we're talking about this because last night I did a masterclass um, on exfoliants, and I was like, oh, I don't think that many people, you know, are gonna want to. It's just on exfoliants. Oh, but it, what? No, it was exfoliants are like one of our biggest questions. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because so many people signed up to it, and I was like, oh, okay. But what's great, like, I think especially for us, our two percent BHA liquid is the one thing people have heard of. And actually, as a brand, we have 15 different exfoliants. And that's just with the salicylic and glycolic. That's not with loads of other different varieties. It's just with the two. And that is because everybody's skin is different. And we try and create an exfoliant for rosacea-prone skin. We try and do one if your skin is more dry, but you've got breakouts and blackheads. You know, there are textures and preferences and things that are suited to different people's skin. And it's so important for us to make sure that, you know, for personally, the, the 2% BHA liquid for me, if I use that regularly... My skin would freak out. If I use the 2% BHA lotion, that's a bit more gentle on just the areas that I need and stuff. My skin is, and just a couple of times a week, then my skin absolutely loves it. And so it's, you know, just trying to get people, you know, trying to get the right products suited for that person's skin type is is so important because I I mean, as a brand, it makes sense, you know, and that's what we've been trying to do for influencers is I've been having calls with them and saying, look, you know, you see on it, they get gifted so many products. It's hard. No, it really, it's not in that. That's the thing too. It's not, it's a not, not a knock at them that they haven't tried it because the thing is, if you're, that's their livelihood. I don't have time. I'm not going to be using a product that's not suited for my skin, but if they're being paid to post it, they're going to post it. And, and I, and I get it. But for us, we would much rather have like an organic, you know, relationship with these influencers. We'll send you the routine that's best for your skin type. Let us know how you get on. 
and then we'll get back and then and then maybe we'll start the relationship but it for us it's you know as we're a brand that's based on transparency and we try and get that through all of our channels and make sure that you know everybody's using the best products for their skin because it makes sense (laughs) it does it does Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's what our whole business is built on, right? I, I obviously I'm very passionate about it and I feel very strongly about that. So, so I wanted to start to talk about a couple of your products. Yeah. Now I have, I also then want to talk about my favorite products from you guys because I have some favorites as well. Yeah. But for this, I think that um, in terms of like skincare myths and stuff, I, I do think that these three make sense. So let's start with the Paula's Choice, the the cult product that we've mentioned, uh, the 2% BHA liquid exfoliant. Let's start with this, which I have right here. Yeah. And I want to just talk about the texture of this and the purpose and then add anything, obviously, sure. yeah, from an educational point of view. But a BHA is a beta-hydroxy acid. And beta-hydroxy acid is great for congested skin and things like bl- stubborn blackheads because they are oil-soluble, so they go into the pore. Um, and so if you think of like, I don't know, not a vacuum cleaner because that reminds me of those like sucking oh, devices God, no. people are using, <laughs> yeah. but it kind of goes into the pore and just helps to kind of clean them out. Whereas an AHA, alpha hydroxy acid, is going to work on more of the surface of the skin and help with, you know, kind of the flaky, flaky skin that you get, especially for dry skin. It's it's awesome. So BHAs, they can be used for all skin types uh, when formulated correctly. I want to, I want to reiterate that only when formulated correctly, uh, because for rosacea prone skin, for example, although they are anti-inflammatory, they can still be formulated with other things that are a little bit harsh just due to the nature of what, what the, the product's trying to do. So this, this particular product is a liquid. It, it feels to me like if you're, if you're used to a traditional toner, it kind of is that type of consistency. Um, and so the, the whole goal on, on the bottle, it says all skin types, which I want to talk about that too. Uh, unclog and shrink in a large, in large pores, um, smooth and even skin tone and lightweight, quickly, quickly absorbed. So let's talk about this product in more detail. I only use the liquid on my nose. This is the only place that I use the liquid. Uh, I do have the calm 1% that I can use on other areas. It helps with like my, it even helps with my flaking a little bit, even though I know that's not totally the job of it, but it does, it does kind of help with that. So yeah, I think it would be great to just talk about this and who who it's best for and the different textures. Yeah, sure. So this, the Skin Fighting 2% BHA liquid is our global best-selling product. Like in every single country, it's our number one product. And it is amazing. And you, we see some of the most incredible before and afters. Like regularly, we'll get, probably weekly, we get people saying like, oh my goodness, this product has changed my skin. Yeah. And it, for, for many, many people, the Skin Fighting liquid is... It, it is completely transformative and how it can change your skin. And it, it for some people, it doesn't take that long to, for it to work. It is, the, out of all the exfoliant, the BHAs that we do, the thinnest, quickest, fasting, absorbent BHA that we do. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't want to say potent, but it's strong. It's strong. If, if your skin is sensitive, I would absolutely say that's not going to be the best option for you. But if you've got oily, you know, more oily skin, your skin's not really ever sensitive, you've got breakouts, you've got blackheads, you know, I always say the best way to remember BHA, if it's for you, if you've got breakouts, you've got blackheads, it both start with B, you need BHA. Like it's the easiest way of remembering it. And, you know, we try and we've got formulas depending on if you've got oily skin, dry skin, normal skin, combination skin, whatever. Um, But the skin perfecting liquid is just the, it's the cult one that, that everyone's really heard of, but it is fast working. Um, you've got green tea in there as an antioxidant. You've got other antioxidants packed in there. So you've got that, you know, cocktail formula that's going to really help your overall skin health as well. But it does really target um, breakouts and blackheads and large pores. Texture, obviously, with your skin cycle, um, depending on, you know, sun damage, pollution, all those things, like your skin should have a regular cell turnover. And then when you get sun damage, when you get environmental damage, that's when certain skin cells will not come away from your skin. Um, and a salicylic acid has uh, desmolytic properties, which basically means it helps to dissolve sort of like the glue that keeps those skin cells attached to the top layers of your skin. Mm-hmm. The salicylic acid will go on and help to sort of break that away and smooth the texture of your skin. The liquid is amazing. It's fast working. But as I said, if you've got sensitive skin, if your skin is more dry, it's probably not the best one for you. You could still use it, but I would say you wouldn't want to be using it daily. You wouldn't want to, it wouldn't want to be a regular feature in your routine, maybe just a few times a week, maybe just once a week. 
so you could use it but there are better ones suited for you yeah exactly and I think so it does say all skin types on the bottle and I think I'm critical and obviously (laughs) I I don't necessarily think that it's it's good for all skin types I think that like you said it's good for kind of oily congested skin to help regulate that oil production Uh, it also says that you can use once or twice daily we do not recommend you use it twice daily ever or I mean, if you're really trying to like in the buildup to your period, maybe, you know, you know, you know, you're going to get some breakouts coming. Maybe you need to double down. Um, Or for example, uh, you really are suffering from, I don't know, congested bumps. You're in a really hot climate. There, There are instances where maybe you can kind of switch up the usage and remember that too, that you don't have to, it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm using the same the same thing every day all the time. You can definitely adapt based on your skin needs. That's important. Yeah. So this one, um, I would just say listen to your skin. Start out using it a couple times a week at night. Start at night because at nighttime, that's when we want to like stimulate the skin, treat the skin, and then um, build up as and when you think it's necessary. But also remember that with any acids or exfoliants, if you use them, like you said, like the scrub, like you use it once and you're like, ooh, so smooth or, you know, whatever. The, the problem is if you do it too much over time, slowly, slowly, your skin barrier can become compromised. So remember that as well. Don't just keep going in hard because you think, no, I'm going to, you know, blast the issue. Uh, it is about consistency, but making sure that you spread out that consistency over time. Every single person's skin is different. What every person's skin can tolerate is different. No person's skin is the same. No. So what we put on the bottle is is what's safe to use, but with every single product, find out what works best for you because what works best for you isn't going to work best for the next person. So it's just all about finding the frequency that your skin is happiest and go with it. Exactly. Exactly. And and I get that, you know, I get that I'm being critical here, but um, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, I think that, I think just to, yeah, just so that everyone kind of knows, because again, if you're, if you get the best product for you, then, you know, if you know your skin, you're going to get the best product for you and then you're, you're more likely to enjoy it and come back. So the, the other options for this, there are a few different ones. So there's uh, one that's just for acne prone skin. So that what's the difference in that one? Okay. So there's from our clear, the clear range. The clear one. Yeah. yeah. So in the clear range, we have an extra strength and a regular strength. The extra strength is exactly the same product as the BHA liquid that we were just talking about. It's exactly the same product in different packaging. And oh. we did... And we say that on our website, we're, very, we're not like secretive of like, oh, don't tell anyone. It's on our website. Okay. And that's basically for if anybody wants to buy, they know they need the clear collection and it's just easier for them to follow that journey of the clear collection. Gotcha. It's there for them. Okay. If they want the 2%, they like the texture of the liquid, they like how it works, but their skin is a little bit more sensitive, then the, the regular strength has just a slightly more gentle pH in it. So it's a bit more gentle on skin. Interesting. Okay. So there's, there is a slight difference in the pH, not necessarily the ingredient. Okay. Yeah. It's in terms of ingredients, it's almost identical. It's just a different pH of it to be a bit more gentle on skin. Okay. And this is really important just to highlight too, that when you look at ingredients list, this is where things can be a little bit deceiving. And that's why also when you, I think that there's a lot of people reading a lot into ingredients list right now. We, we do tell clients, you know, look at the ingredients and all that definitely, but remember about formulation and pH and stuff. That's not always on the bottle. And there's a lot that goes behind formulation, just like baking a cake. Um, if I'm given the same ingredients as Heather, we we're probably going to bake a different cake because I'm like, it would be burnt and dry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe it would be the same. No, no, but like, I think it's, it's just important. That's not my analogy. That's, um, Andy Millward. He, he, that's his, that I heard. Um, he was one of my teachers. So yeah, I think that it is just important to know th- little things like that, that although things may appear the same, they're not always. So for me, that's so important because there are brands that bring out very similar products. Yep. One costs like 10 pounds, one costs 30 pounds. And they're like, well, they're the same. I'll just get the cheapest one. And it's like, you know, I've looked at the ingredients, they've got the same stuff in. And it's like, it's not, it goes so much beyond that. It goes so into formulation. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, exactly. And there's such an art to formulation as well. That's the product. I think that the way that it goes in a skincare routine, just for just in case people don't know, is it would go after you cleanse your skin and just be careful, like using it on the same night as a retinol, for example, or, um, you know, another type of treatment serum. Just be wary of that uh, and make sure that you're not doubling up on your exfoliants because we do tend to see that as well. So yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's exactly like just go slow at first. 
Yeah, I know you guys. That that was one of like the myths that like be like exfoliants and retinol can't be used together and like all of that. I, yeah, yeah. But but from for us, like we go for just better safe than sorry too. To oh, throw out another cool. common go phrase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I want to move on to a very exciting product because it's actually not. Is it out in the UK yet? Well, but when people are listening to this, yes. <laughs> okay, when everyone's listening to this, it will yeah. be out, but it's been out in the States. Okay, so the next product is the CBD Skin Transformative Treatment Milk. It um, has 150, it's milligrams, I believe, of CBD, and then 100% pure cannabidol. I, I cannabidol, have, yeah. I have such a struggle with, I read these ingredients all the time and pronouncing them is a nightmare. Um, so it does say for all skin types, soothes stress, uh, stress or reactive skin improves skin response to aging factors. And it's 98% natural. The directions are to use it once or twice daily, apply over face and neck for daytime, always follow with SPF. Everyone should be using SPF. (laughs) When I first, uh, kind of got this product, the smell made me worried because it smelled I'm so bad at smells. And I know I say this in every single <laughs> podcast that I do, but I'm bad at smells. But it smells to me a little bit like tea. I think that it's actually, though, maybe the hemp the hemp kind of extract in here, um, the hemp seed oil, and then just the seed oil scent. Uh, because as you said, there isn't ad- obviously added fragrance because you guys don't do that. So yeah. Can we just talk about... So I like... The- I'm, I'll talk about my experience with it. So I like the texture of it. What I find sometimes with um, like almost anti-redness treatments or uh, which I've tried every single yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that it almost goes tight on your skin afterwards. So you put on a treatment serum and then even if you put it on damp skin, it goes a little bit like tight and you really have to follow like immediately with a um, hydrating serum. This one doesn't do that as much. Like it doesn't give you that like, ooh, now I look like a glass doll yeah. sort of feeling. Um, and I've been, I haven't been using it long enough to give my total review, but I've been using it for about 10 days now okay. and I am liking, I am liking it. I don't use it in the morning. I just use it at night and I've been using it daily just to, to kind of ramp, ramp it up and, and see, uh, what I see. And I think, I mean, you can see my skin. I don't have makeup on, but I think, I, mean, if, I think my great. skin looks good. I yeah, it definitely looks good. <laughs> um, I use a few like other products with like PHAs and stuff, which help with my inflammation as well. But I, I'm, I'm excited about this. So tell me more about this product and why you guys created it. It is a trendy ingredient. So, so talk to me about that. It is, you know, CBD is such a, you know, someone, someone called it a fad and it is for sure a fad, but I don't think it's going to be going anywhere because it's an amazing ingredient in everybody's skin. So CBD is a skin communicating ingredient. So within your skin are you have two receptors, so CB1, CB1 and CB2. And basically the way I image it, image it, imagine. Imagine it. <laughs> oh imagine it in my head is. So if you think of a skin cell, they have like little tiny hands, like arms with hands, right, coming out of them. And then the particles of CBD go into your skin, the hands grab onto it, and then that um, sends a message through the arm into the skin cell and says, don't get inflamed. Mm-hmm. And so it stops the inflammation happening. Sorry, if that visual didn't work, I have. No I like other. it. No, I no, I like. I love a visual. I love a metaphor. So I'm. I'm. I really like that. Um, I think that. I think that what it what it does target is inflammation, which um with so, it's interesting because with like rosacea prone skin, for example, the inflammation they're not totally sure about. There, there's a lot more research that needs to be done about rosacea prone skin. There's theories that it's maybe um, has to do with your microbiome and there's some mites that cause this kind of irritation and redness on the skin. A lot of it does have to do with diet, for example. Um, things cause inflammation in your gut and then, you know, you see this flaring and you're flaring up in your skin. And so I think that there are different, obviously there are so many different inflammatory conditions, but rosacea prone skin especially needs, uh, you're targeting inflammation on, on the surface of the skin. And then there are a million other different factors. So how, how could this ingredient benefit someone that has like an inflammatory condition? Well, I mean, in terms of, I'd say inflammation is one of the big skincare problems for nearly every person's skin. You think of acne, that's an inflammation. Eczema, psoriasis. Eczema, psoriasis, you know, sun damage causes inflammation on the skin. Like 
pollution and it, you're not ever I mean you can't get rid of all pollution so that's obviously never a factor but it's going to go into skin and it tells your skin to not get inflamed so regardless of what's causing the inflammation it's the communicating ingredient that goes in and says don't it's like how obviously I'm, I'm making it very simple retinol goes in your skin and says act like you did when you were younger for example boost that boost that collagen do that yeah CBD goes in and says, don't get inflamed. So regardless of really what is causing the inflammation, where it's stemming from, it's going in and just kind of cutting off the inflammatory response. Inflammatory response, yeah. That's the one (laughs) Um, that's being caused. Um, So it literally for for any inflammation concern, whether it's psoriasis, whether it's, you know, rosacea, it's literally a product. So my dad has psoriasis. My mum has rosacea. I'm like, I want to be surrounded by it. (laughs) Like everyone won. Because I mean, the the research behind CBD is is incredible. And and that's why it's a fad for sure. It's something that so many people are, you know, bringing out. But it's coming out and it's sticking around for a long time. And that's because the research is just showing just how amazing as an ingredient is. Um, And the the milk is great because it's it's suited really to everyone's skin type, whether you've got dry skin, oily skin will use it because it's not heavy. It's a lightweight. No, 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 it's very light and it soaks in. And like I said, it doesn't give you that um, like that tight feeling after that a few different kind of redness and treatment serums do, which I like. Um, now talk to me about the 98% natural part of this because natural products, generally speaking, tend to not be good for sensitive and rosacea prone skin. But why is it different in this case when we're looking at the ingredients? It's, I mean, it's not that we, we, we haven't created this product to say it's 98% natural. Mm -hmm. Like we are not a brand that is that is a bandwagon, um, (laughs) for sure. That's all about natural whatever clean beauty is that's the most non-regulated term I've ever heard um you know we're not about that it is a product that has cannabidiol it has hemp seed oil it has non-fragrant plant oils which just so happen to be amazing for skin and they're natural and that's that's why it's 98% natural just because we've used some amazing oils and gentle soothing calming ingredients and they just happen to be natural we don't we didn't go out there looking to make a product that was 98% natural it's just that's what it is Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of different, um, yeah, seed oils, which is what we're kind of talking about in here. Um, seed oils and essential oils, uh, seed oils are carrier oils and essential oils are a totally different ball game. And so that's, yeah, don't, don't get confused with that. Um, they, they're very, they act very differently on the skin and essential oils are are a whole different, I won't even get into it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But, but yeah, I think I'm excited about this product. I need to, I need to keep on using it, but I'm, I'm excited. And I, I do, I mean, come on. I love, I do like a trendy, I do like a trending thing. Let's, let's be honest. Like I, you know, I know everything about the marketing terms. I know what's regulated, what's not regulated, all of that, but I like it's fun. Okay. Yeah. You know? Do you know what? I'm the same because you always still think oh, maybe it's going to be good. Like maybe it is like maybe it is like there's just always that little bit of hope that you're like, maybe yeah, it's going to be great for me. Maybe it is going to change my life. Like they maybe say. it is like, the magic, yeah, you know, in cream a in a bottle. Yeah. Which, by the way, just does not exist. It's it, there's so much more to it. Not one cream is going to fix anything. And, yeah, all and, that, and, but... and with that whole analogy, it's like imagine if you're trying to eat a healthy diet, you're not just going to eat spinach. No. You need a healthy diet with many different nutrients oh, and like it's that. exactly the same for skin. Yeah, exactly. It is. So I, I'm excited about it. I think that on on first response, which is important for rosacea-prone skin because there's so many products that d- they say that they're okay for sensitive yeah. skin and all that. And I put them on and imme- I, I have an immediate response. So from that, over the past 10 days, I've had no issues. And I do feel like my skin looks very even right now. I have one spot. I had like two margaritas last night. And of course, I wake up and I have a spot. I was eating Mexican food. And so, well, yeah, it. annoying. But <laughs> it is what it is. So, so yeah, that's that's an exciting new launch. Uh, go go look into it. Another thing that I love about Paula's Choice, which is that you guys offer um, sample size, travel size, sachets, everything. So especially now, which you guys did this pre-COVID, which is so clever, but especially now you can still try textures and products and stuff beforehand, which I think is just so important because you don't, you want to patch test and make sure that it's not going to make you flare up. Yeah, exactly. And in the 
I don't know for Europe. I'm not sure on this for America. So this is going to be just some information for you for Europe people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we have a 60 day money back guarantee. Oh, even really? If, even if you've tried the product, because we we are so sure and confident in how good our products are, um, and we want you to like your products. We don't want you to be that person that's spending a fortune on skincare that doesn't work. So. We, we yeah we have a 60 day money back guarantee so if you're not happy you can send it back and, and we can recommend something that maybe is better suited for you but you know it's yeah that is really awesome I needed to know that I'm, I, yeah. I'm so sorry that I didn't know that but like oh my god no not at all I don't think that I've ever had a client come back and have like anything scary happen also because we are recommending like products that after a you know 45 minute long consultation that we that we know are going to work better for their skin. So, but yeah, that's really good to know. And it just gives you confidence too in the brand. And I think it's, it should be, you know, there's a department store in the States that has done that forever. Like even if you open the bottle and you've used like half of it, I use this foundation. It was a, I'll say the brand, whatever. It was a YSL foundation that had some type of fragrance that just did not agree with my skin. And I couldn't figure out what was triggering my rosacea. I was like, I really haven't changed anything. Like I went through the whole thing and I said, the only thing that I've changed is this foundation. And I took it back in and I said, look, there's something in this that's, it it was a a very fragrance product. I mean, I love the way it looked, but it just didn't. So (laughs) they took it back. They took it back and refunded me. I mean, it just puts, for me, it just makes me feel so much more confident and happy shopping at a place that's like that. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So yeah, I think it's great that we do it for sure. Love it. I do want to just say my, my like kind of favorite, one of my favorite products. I'll say two. I really love the azelaic acids. Oh, that's my favorite. Is that your favorite? My number one. Yeah. In terms of results, that one delivers big time. Can you just tell me really quickly how people can use that in their routine? Because there's some confusion around, okay, how, how much do I use? How often can you just really quick? I know that's not no, one that we were going to talk about, but no, no, I don't care. It's, I literally, I was sing the praises of azelaic acid all day, every day. Cause oh. it, for me, that transformed my skin. I it's have amazing. skin scars and gets left. Like I'll have a breakout and on my face, I'll have that mark on my face. If I don't put the azelaic on, I'll have that mark on my skin for months. Yeah. And the, it looks My skin is so clear, but it's not. It looks like it's got loads of breakouts done. It just drive me crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so cleanse, if you tone, tonix, then exfoliate. And that's where you then put the treatments on. So hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, name them, whatever. Retinol. Yeah, all of them. Like that's where you would that's mixed with other stuff. On. Yeah. Yeah. And then your moisturizer and obviously SPF if you in the daytime. So that's where the azelaic comes in. And in those steps, you literally go thinnest to thickest in texture. It's a booster. You can mix it in with other serums. You can mix it in with your nighttime moisturizer. Obviously never mix anything in with your SPF yourself, but uh, it can be mixed in. You can put it on by yourself and you literally need about a pea size yeah it obviously depends if you're putting it on just like a targeted area you can put it all over your face it totally depends like if for me you're using it for post breakout inflammation or if you're using it for redness it's great for as I said, um, you obviously have rosacea prone skin but if you have rosacea prone skin it's mm-hmm. great like it depends how where you're using it but about pea size is enough like it you, a little bit goes a very long way yeah Definitely. And I I think also um, it is still inactive. I mean, just know that it's still inactive. So don't overdo it, you know, with that one. Um, But but it really is a pretty safe ingredient. Yeah. Like when people are like, can I use it with this? Can I use it? I'm like, really? Like uh, my skin is sensitive and it will tell you very quickly when it's not happy. And I think from the beginning, I I could use it every day. And it is, is, I don't want to, I mean, obviously everyone's skin is different. So just see where your skin is happiest. Yeah. it's pretty gentle. Like I think when a product is, is set, when we say rosacea prone skin, it's good for, you kind of know it's quite gentle. Yeah. With us. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, rosacea prone skin is, I mean, people know I put my skin through the ringer just for their sake, because I will show you like, oh, this said for sensitive skin and it wasn't. So that's an awesome product. And then I also love the ultralight um, antioxidant serum because it's like a kind of a two-in-one antioxidant plus hydrating serum for the daytime. Love it. Yeah, love it. That's one of Paula's favorites as well. It's awesome. So to wrap up, I do want to finish on talking about some of the myths that we keep hearing and that we just want to bust. And so let's start out my, I'm going to start with mine, which I just kind of mentioned because it transitions well into this. 
when products say for sensitive skin, it is a myth that that means that it's true. So this, all of these like for X, Y, Z does not always mean that that's true. That's the brand's um, interpretation. And so you really need to know that your skin type is not necessarily a box that you need to stay in. Um, your skin's changing all the time. We talk about skin moods uh, because it can literally shift like your emotional mood and change from one day to the next, one moment to the next. Um, so really for sensitive skin, it's a myth that, that that's always true. You need to look at the ingredients. Um, you need to consider formulation. You need to um, look at usage and yeah, I think that's my yeah. one of my biggest yeah. things. I, yeah, for sensitive skin and it's highly fragranced and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 I'm with you on that. Um, my, oh, I've written a few, I've written a few down because I came prepared. Um, when people think, when they use a product and it starts to tingle and they think, oh, it's working. And oh you're like, my gosh. No, that's no. not what that means. <laughs> it's not. And I think with that, I, I actually did like a, I did a little like five, five mood boosting products thing for social media um, today. And one of my, one of my products, it has a little bit of peppermint oil. I can only use it very, very seldom, but it's, it's from a brand that I, that I adore and I can only use it like once or twice a week maximum. It really helps me with glow and it, it, um, it doesn't tingle it. Uh, it feels refreshing. Do you know that feeling? Like quite cold, like cold. Yes. Truly. I love the feeling of it and I don't put it on my, I actually have rosacea only on one cheek and my chin. So I can put it on the other side and on my forehead and uh, I just kind of like avoid the really rosacea prone areas, but it, it boosts my mood. I love it. Right. I use it sometimes and that tingle, there's a difference between like a cooling feeling, maybe from an ingredient or something, which is a red flag. I know peppermint oil, not great, blah, 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 but self-care it's fun self-care you know <laughs> yeah. but there's also the, the the burn that you can get from like doing a chemical peel and that is not not i mean it's you, just your skin's being sensitized like, yeah it's it's, it's really can be scary yeah yeah um i don't, yeah i think people sometimes might look for it and if they don't get it they're like oh i don't know if it's working like and, and it's like don't look for it like if it if it's not doing it it's a good sign uh-huh exactly and if you see instant results like the instant results claim which is a myth well not necessarily a myth because you can have like you know stuff that brightens your skin immediately or makes you look more hydrated blah 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 but if you are seeing instant like transform transformative you know whatever results from a product for me, that's a red flag. Yeah, I and I think I, again, this is another myth where people just expect a transformation overnight with a product, and they've maybe used it for a week, and they're like, "Oh, no, I just don't think it's working." And you're like, the consistency with any product is the key. Like, you know, it's all down to your obviously your skin cell turnover. How like four to six weeks give it chance to work. Give give those products chance to work before you decide if it's good. I mean. Okay, if it's bad, you're going to know quite quickly. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but for like good products, well-formulated products, it, is, it still takes time to, to see that benefit of using it. it um, if you could have a product that gave an overnight miracle, everybody would be using it. It's true. It's true. It's like, it's like a diet, you know? It's like if, if one thing like, or, you know, there's not a pill that's going to fix everything. Like if, if it did exist and was safe to use, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. What else is on your list? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know your response to this when I say it. When people are say that they should drink more water because their skin is dry. Mm -hmm. And there is no research whatsoever. There had been no research whatsoever that said when you drink more water, it's going to benefit your skin and it's going to be less dry. Obviously, dry is your skin type. If it was that much of a quick fix, I'm sure nobody would have dry skin. Yeah. Then a research article was done and, and it showed, yeah, drinking water had a positive impact on skin, but it would take you just under a gallon of water, which is 16 glasses of water every day for, to see a little bit of impact on your skin. And who has got time to drink 16 glasses of water? And I have to pee all the time if I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So there's you a real have to travel anywhere. <laughs> it's true. Like really, I have a pro like I I really have a problem with when I drink too much water. Like it's a stressful situation. I'll be in like something like this and I have to go pee. So I mean, there's that as well. Um, so our view on this is is this. So drinking water is 
fundamentally important for your body and your overall health and well-being. We need to be drinking our two liters. It's a lot. You're going to have to pee all the time, but we need to be doing that every day for our body, right? And I think that what what comes with drinking a lot of water is other things that we're doing for ourselves, right? And so if someone, for example, has a let's skin supplements, which is another myth. But if someone is taking a skin supplement every day, they're very, um, you know, uh, consistent with that. It is likely that they're also taking care of their skin and have, have a pretty solid routine. They're cleansing their face, all that. And so you can't really pinpoint that the, the pill is the one, the thing that's making a difference because in, in all, you know, they're, they're probably doing other stuff too. So with water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with water, I think you you need to drink it and you're going to see I think dehydration does show up on your skin and so you dehydration is not a skin type, it's a skin mood and um dehydration is the, the lack of water on your skin, but dehydration can also for for example for me, I'm always going to be a little bit dehydrated because I'm getting evaporation of water through my skin because it's inflamed and, and compromised because of my skin condition. So no matter how much water I drink, I'm still going to be getting some transepidermal water loss. Also, climate impacts that. So the climate that you're in, no matter how much water you drink, um, you, you may be getting that evaporation because um, it, your your barrier is impacted of water through the skin, transepidermal water loss. So yes, I agree with you. It, it, when, For example, when all these kind of models and celebrities are interviewed, <sighs> what's your skin secret? Oh, I drink water. It's like, oh, I drink no. water and I put olive oil on my skin. Yeah. No. No, it's no. you're doing a lot of other stuff. Drinking water, of course, is good for your overall health, and and we need to be drinking lots of water, anyways. But no, that's not going to be like the miracle. Yeah, love that one. I could go on forever with that. Yes. Do <laughs> uh, you got one? I feel like we've talked about a lot of my myths. Yeah. Um, the blackhead kind of like washing your face for ten minutes one was definitely oh. a myth that I think was important that we busted earlier. Um, I think that oil fights oil is, is a myth that I, that I struggle with. And Dr. Angeli Mato, actually, she's a big uh, advocate against this myth going around, but the the evidence is not there. That doesn't mean, yeah. Find me someone with oily skin that wants to put an oil on their face. Like there's so many other options. There's so many other options. That's what we say. And we're like, look, if, if you really, really want to use an oil on your skin, we can find, you know, a rosehip oil, for example, can be okay to use for, you know, oily or breakout prone skin. But there are just so many options out there. There are thousands of products, you know? Yeah. And so I think that there are just better options that we would prefer you use. Yeah. Make smarter choices. That's what That's, it comes down to. Yeah, for sure. I think that not, I think double cleansing is, it's double cleansing isn't a myth in and of itself. But I think that the one thing that I don't like, is that you have to use like different cleansers for that. I think that it can be really expensive for people. So you can actually double cleanse with the same cleanser. Yeah, um, that, that, that is a massive thing. And pe- like, I think so many people think that their first cleanse needs to be more of a balm texture or like an oil. Mm-hmm. And then every, the other one can be more of like a, a wash. So like a light foaming one or yeah. whatever. Like find one you like and you can use it twice. So it's like yeah. a cleanser is made to cleanse the skin, to remove. It's the only skincare product you should have that takes away. Everything else should add. And if you get a good one, if you have a good formulated one, stick with it. Yeah. And for me, like, I think that definitely as, as a ritual, I get that, like wanting to do like, you know, really remove the makeup first with like a a balmy and then go in, for example, my, the cleanser that I use now, it doesn't do a great job of removing makeup. So it is kind of nice to do a balmy one first and then go in with that one because it's, it has like some PHAs and stuff in it. So it's more targeted, but like, yeah, I think that for for people that are stressed about, oh my god, I have to double cleanse. I need two cleansers. It's expensive. Like, is it necessary? That's one myth. Like, not double cleansing is a myth, but yeah, different cleansers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I think you know, and it's difficult again because brands out there want you to buy as many products, you know, yeah, as they can as they can get you to buy because they want to make money and it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's their business. But yeah, no, you definitely only need one cleanser and you can use it. I mean, if you want to go for two, but yeah, you if don't you want need to, to. It's, it's totally a preference thing too, yeah. you know, but, but yeah, I think that that one, that one's a good one to bust, yeah. but those, those are my like main ones. I think definitely the like four skin types we kind of talked about. Um, and, and I think there's so many myths out there. If you ever want to ask us about myths, you can slide into our DMS or, you know, comment on a post or whatever. We're always here to, to help with that. But I think that, um, you know, it's important also to know that people have different opinions in the industry. So although, 
there, there's a lot of misinformation, but also there are, there are different opinions and that doesn't necessarily mean that one's right and one's wrong. It's just different schools of thought. And so consider that as well. When you're, when you're looking at this information, if people are backed up with evidence and stuff like that, we don't have as much of an issue with it. Um, but we, we still might not agree. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. Like if everybody believed and thought the same thing, the world would be very boring. So absolutely, it's, it's you know, people are going to have difference of opinions and it's fine. You know, I think as long as people follow research, then generally the education behind it should be okay. Exactly. And and again, just to kind of come full circle, I think that that's what, what you guys are all about. And that's why we get along so well, because that's what we're about too, is, is the education of it. And so, yeah, I think we can end on that note. I think that this has been very informative. I think we've been pretty honest. So, um, you know, I think people might be shocked at how, how kind of transparent and maybe brutal (laughs) we've been, but I think it's important (laughs) and yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed it again. You can find what's the best Instagram because you guys have a few, right? For Paula's choice UK and for Paula's choice, where can people find you? Yeah. So, um, for, for me, Paula's choice UK, which is our obviously UK account, just Porter's Choice is our American account. Realistically, most countries where we're in store and we sell on our website too has their own Instagram. So you, could, you but and there are people like me for all those countries, and there are customer care team. We're always there for any help, any advice. If you've got a product, honestly, we're not biased. Like we'll happily talk to you about a, a product you're using. If it's from another brand or whatever, we will help you create a routine or whatever you need. We're always going to be there to help. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you, Heather. This has been so much fun. Um, I obviously am a huge fan of Paula's Choice. So it was great to learn a little bit more about the brand and speak to you. So it's been amazing. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. You can find Paula's Choice, like Heather said, um, on their UK account uh, if you want to talk to her. And then for us um, at Leone, L-I-O-N-N-E dot L-D-N, just slide into our DMs. Thank you so much for listening and don't hesitate to contact us if you have any question. You can reach us on DM on leon.ldn or email us at hello at leonldn.co.uk. Don't forget to check out our website for more info on our virtual consultations and for bookings. It's time your skincare earned its place on your bathroom shelf.